Yeah, no, it's just going to be like, or I'll trade you the missing piece of the bed for all of my dress socks. So that's the fair exchange. Socks. Who has worn dress socks in the last year? I haven't. Uh, We have. And with that, welcome to the Video Reformation Podcast. Oh yeah, there's the music. I'm Ben Oliver. I'm Justin Plant. We're the co-founders of Storyboard Media and your guides to practicing effective video for business. We're like the Hamish Abernathy to your Katniss Everdeen in Mm -hmm. the Hunger Games. Nice. May the odds be ever in your favor. And like, whatever. I don't know. Something like that. What was it? Three? I don't know. Those Boy Scouts. I don't know. Someone's going to correct us. I think it. Yeah. Um, So today we're going to talk about in-house video teams, uh, which we've done before. We've just always done it from the perspective of an out-of-house team. And we're lucky to be joined by someone who actually is or runs. Currently employed. Currently employed as an in-house team. Um, We're thrilled to be joined today by, I've already forgotten, Panera. Jim Cazera. Uh, Also would have accepted Jim uh, St. Louis Bread Company. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, Jim Panera Cazera, uh, we are happy to to have you on with us today. Um, now, you and I met a couple weeks ago on uh, Vidyard's Fast Forward virtual event. We were on a, is two people big enough for a panel? Yeah. We had a moderator. Tyler was our moderator. We were talking about, uh, what was it, uh, Make This With That. We were talking about the different levels of, of production and the types of things you need to uh, get going and the types of things you don't necessarily need to get going. Um, so check that out. I'm sure we'll throw some kind of custom link right here on the bottom of the screen uh, for people to go watch that. So before we jump into the topic of in-house video, I don't even know if I got to that. Uh, the topic today is in-house video. Before we jump into our conversation with Jim uh, today, which we can already tell is going to be super efficient and productive, um, we we have a new sponsor for this episode. Is that oh yeah, that we right? do. Yep. The uh, it's our don't peek, don't peek. Oh, I thought it was called don't peek. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> no, it's a uh, it's ARS. Uh, it's an acronym, Association of Regrettable Silly Eponyms. Okay. What's an eponym? I mean, it's usually I, a, a I place. know, but I'm worried about the people at home. Oh, yeah, good point. It's a, it's a place or a, a thing named after a, a person. I usually, How many mugs are you working with over there? Yeah, I have. To, well, so this is my, this was, okay, so uh, this is my Keurig mug. Uh, it says Yoda best dad because <laughs> you're almost because I like puns. Um, and then I ran out of coffee. And now this is my Ember mug because I'm. Oh, it stays warm. I'm in the one percent, and uh, yeah, it warms your coffee. So I made a Keurig. My wife took our daughter to preschool and came back with a Dunkin'. I'm drinking a lot of coffee today, you guys. Yeah. Because I want to stay real alert for this podcast. You're you're force feeding the 1.5x playback speed <clears throat> on this podcast episode. People are gonna have to slow it down to like 0.75. Should you play it faster? You, it's, it'll be inaudible. Um, so. Okay, so a arse arse yep. yes. So we'll hear we'll hear from arse later on in the episode. Really looking forward to that. Um, Jim, you've got a um, really interesting background. Um, so for the, those of our viewers and listeners who uh, don't know who you are, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how you got to where you are today? Yeah, um, where am I today? Then that's that's the question. Where's any Where's anyone? That's that's an episode in it, into itself. So the, the the short version, which is still going to be too long and probably self-indulgent, is I started off, well, I am an actor, um, 
and writer. And I only became an actor, or I only became a writer, so I would have something to say. And then about 15 years ago, I bought, uh, I had a summer job, because, you know, I was still like a 22-year-old man. So this, story, this is going away great, by the way. Yeah, no, this is fan. This is this is best best we've ever had. <laughs> let me uh, let me let me tell you a tale about a time when I was 24 and worked a job. Anyway, but I bought a camera and bought a Mac and was like, I'm going to film myself saying these dumb things um, and learn how to edit. A one man show, basically. One and, play? Or hey, I've got some friends. Just come over. Let's just shoot this thing. Mm-hmm. And made all of the mistakes. Um, just just like didn't really go to didn't go to film school, didn't take a class. I had in high school, I had a video production class where I like learned about the nonlinear editing software. Mm. Yeah. Why do they year? It was like the year 2000 or 2001 and our our school got a grant. So we got like four, I think they were avid machines, but it's like you put in the VHS tape and like it would upload to a hard drive and Mm. the hard drive held like 50 hours of tape. Um, And then that was when I like learned, I was like, Oh, this is really cool. This is fun. So I'm an actor who uh, bought cameras and equipment to learn how to edit and then accidentally sort of kept editing and found some freelance work as an editor. And then the editing uh, turned into a career that I kind of fell backwards into. So I I kind of approach it all from um, three different lenses uh, at the same time. I try to That's think helpful. about like, it is actually, it's, yeah. it's, I will say this to be completely uh um, honest like I for the longest time felt that it was a hindrance um, in job interviews where it's like well I haven't done one thing I haven't done one thing for a long enough time mm-hmm. to be you know what I'm saying it was like well we, we need five years experience and it's like eventually recently in the last couple of years when I got this job I, I started to lean into it instead of leaning away from it mm-hmm. I used to say mm-hmm. like well don't worry about my acting because you don't care about my acting or don't worry about my writing because you don't care about my writing but here's like four things I edited and you should be impressed because I edited four things um, but th- but as you get to this level and you start doing it long enough it's like no 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 hold on quick time out this thing that I've been trying to avoid or hide um, is actually a differentiator this is this is why you should hire me because I think about story from a I think about the script and the script gets sculpted in the edit and the edit isn't done until or the edit is the last rewrite and the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like in in the performance is all it's it's all kind of like iterative this, and uh, yeah, DVD menu of yeah. of synergy. Synergy. There we go. <laughs> God, I love when people use synergy. Synergy is just like an escape word. <laughs> like uh, synergy, synergy, business differentiator. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your role at TBI? Yeah, so they um, they were doing freelance video. So TBI is a um, High level. It's a, a telecom brokerage firm. Uh, they help connect small and medium businesses to internet solutions. And when I first got the job, I was like, "You mean like Comcast? Like just going mm-hmm. to the internet and like signing up for phones?" Um, and as it turns out, it's way higher level stuff than that. <laughs> I was like, "I don't understand why we exist." But like the Domino's Pizza Tracker, for example, or Uber. You guys do that. We don't, but like the people who facilitate, like that's our space, right? The people who facilitate like, oh, we're a business and we have a problem and the problem needs to be solved using the internet and the cloud Mm -hmm. and like various levels of uh, communication platform services. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they are pre-existing little boxes that you can 
apply to your okay. business. And sometimes there, there are things like Uber where it's like, we need to invent a platform where I can take the signal from this and send it to here and track a thing. So it's all, it's all that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's interesting, super confusing. I don't understand most of it, um, but I don't need to. I just need to make the videos look good where the people who do understand it explain it better than me. So they were doing freelance videos for about a year, um, just kind of dipping their toe into the video space. And I will say our, our company's marketing department is the differentiator in, in this in this space. There's probably like four or five industry leading um, brokerage brokerages. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the companies that do this are called master agents. There's like four or five, uh, we're in the top, you know, the top group, but our marketing department is what separates us. We're trying really hard to create um, marketing material for our providers, marketing material for our, our vendors. Like we're just, we're just trying to spew out this, this, this fountain of, you know, our marketing department is like 11 people and most people is it's two, you know? So, um, they started getting onto the video train and they hired a freelancer for a while. And then they were like, we need to do this full time. We need to bring on a, a, a video person. So when I got hired, it was essentially, um, it was like, par- like freedom paralysis, if that makes sense. It's like, there's, there's mm-hmm. no equipment. There's, there's a big open room and that's your studio and there's nothing in there. And here's a budget and three weeks and like, what, how would you fill it? Here's an Amazon gift card <laughs> and yeah, fill that room. Well, well more like, here's, here's like, here's the company card and it's I'm like, Ooh, what's your limit on that? By the way, they made a, they made a sufficient investment. That's the classy way of saying it. They invested in the program. Um, and and did it appropriately like we're shooting on dslrs i'm not shooting on like reds like i didn't go buy you know a fifty thousand dollar camera but why not yeah well tell i think that'd be interesting tell tell us about how you set up your company to have that in-house team i know the in-house team is pretty much you right just from a video perspective it's me there's there's two graphic designers um, who who really helped me a lot um with graphics and, and one of them is pretty good at motion. Um, I hate motion graphics. It's not that I hate it. I just, I'm not good at it. So, so yeah. How did, so how did you go about setting up your studio? What, you know, talk about the equipment space. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's my, my goal was basically efficiency, right? Like, like full disclosure, we spent probably about $40,000, um, all told when, when I take into account everything I'm mm-hmm. talking lights, I'm talking, uh, microphones, cameras, you know, uh, uh, grip gear, like, um, and that was over the course of maybe a year. And at the beginning, the investment was about half that. And so anybody who's gone on to BH photo is like, well, you could spend, if I, if, you, if I gave you $20,000, you could buy a $20,000 camera and lens mm-hmm. and it would look awesome. No, no. lens, no, no tripod. <laughs> that, yeah. You could do just that too. The, just yep. the camera, the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the glass is gorgeous and the, and the image is gorgeous, but nobody will hear it because there's nothing <laughs> to record the sound with. And, you know, we talked, uh, Ben referenced the, the Vidyard, you know, fast forward. I was, I was working on a shoot where I, I pulled out my iPhone um, and recorded alongside with the, with the Blackmagic, which is the camera you guys are using in your studio. And using a professionally lit, you know what I mean? Like the, the lighting is great. The sound is, 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 uh, pristine through a through a lapel mic and it's like the black magic looks better but it doesn't necessarily look mind-blowingly better than what you could record on an iphone with the right 
lighting mm-hmm. and audio and, and all that stuff set up. So I was really trying to be conscious of, of two things. One, not just going ham and like buying a camera and being like, guys, I got like a look at this. This is awesome. And then mm-hmm. having nothing else. So, so trying to allocate money towards uh, quality audio, quality lights, quality, quality uh, picture. Um, and then also trying to be as efficient as I can with the space. The studio space is about the size of, of my master bedroom. Like it's, it's not huge. It's huge considering that we are the only company uh, master agent that has a in-house video studio. Like, so that's great, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's modest, right? That's so making sure that one wall is painted uh, chroma key green and another wall has a whiteboard and that the lights can be, the lights are ceiling mounted. Like that was a mm-hmm. big cost. It was like, I want the track. I want the, um, like the Manfrotto, the grid. the grid. Yeah. Where it's like, I could just, I could just like slide lights and turn them a mm-hmm. little bit. And at any given time, um, I can tell Alexa, I, everything's also Alexa controlled, which is, that's just no me being, that's me being awesome. Iron Man. I was like, Alexa, let's film. And then it's like, <laughs> because if, let's be honest, if you're going to spend a lot of money and somebody who doesn't know anything about video walks in, you need to be able to like impress them and be like, just watch this. <laughs> Alexa, turn off the lights. And they're like, well, <laughs> Alexa boudoir session. That's right. And everything gets, gets nice and red and mm-hmm. the music comes up. Yeah. Um, so it was about efficiency, really. It was trying to say, how can we, how can we make one space uh, do the most things? How can we accomplish the most shoots? And yeah, when you talk about big numbers like twenty thousand dollars, forty thousand um, dollars, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of money. But but to f- what would it cost to professionally film what we're going to do? What would it cost exactly. to outsource these projects? And when does that money? Um, when do you basically come out ahead? And, and honestly, like, I think within the first year, uh, we're there. I think like, I, you know, you, we filmed like a hundred assets and it's like, if you would have, if you were to have hired this out, it would have cost you more. And now bonus, we're in the year two and you've already paid for it all mm-hmm. and it's all still works. And now we're just cranking it out, you know, more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was, it was, it was a focus on efficiency and trying to, trying to make sure that, that you, you spend, you spend money, the right amount of money in the right places. Um, How did you allocate that? I think, I'd, like, tactically, I think our listeners who are in the position of hiring somebody like you, I'm curious, how did you allocate that? So you knew you needed lights, cameras, all this stuff. So Yeah, this was, guys, this was, this was like, so I'm, I'm ADHD before it was cool. Um, <laughs> like, like, and I have that, like, hyper-focus uh, HD where, where like my wife who I love her and, and she cares about me. My wife will like open the door and be like, Hey, go to the bathroom and eat a sandwich. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? Oh, it's been seven hours. Why do you I, have to pee? I, I do the same thing. <laughs> oh, that's, that's why I don't edit anymore. Cause it, it, it'll be, I'll, I'll sit down at nine and it'll be four o'clock in the afternoon. And I'll be like, why do I have a headache? Because I haven't gotten up. I haven't gone to the bathroom. I haven't eaten it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Does she usually yeah. make you eat your sandwiches in the bathroom? Yeah, she's like, listen, I, I'm, I want you to have a break, but let's also time to <laughs> yeah, so get back to work. Did they say, here's $40,000, go build a studio? Or or did they say, work up a budget and, you know, figure no, out what you need? So they basically, so my first task was to create a budget. But but I knew that that, that was a, about the number. I was like, what are we talking about? Because yeah. if you, like, and we talked about this a little bit again on that session. Like, if you had $5,000 right now to start a video 
project. We could do that. To start, if your company has five thousand dollars and you want to go in house, mm-hmm. great. Here's a here's a two hundred dollar light kit. Mm-hmm. Here's a you know twenty five hundred dollar camera and lens. Like here's here's some microphone. Like you can absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. If I gave you a hundred thousand dollars, guess what? We could do the same thing, and now we can go shoot Avengers. Um, and so it was, I knew, I knew my, my ballpark and then it was hard. It was the, there was a pressure to not forget, right? Mm, like mm-hmm. there was a pressure to not be like, oh, I spent all the money and I forgot about mm-hmm. once or, you know, like, and I did, I, the first thing I did was take like $2,000 of that budget and was like, this is just for doodads. I forgot because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm going to forget. And, and God, fuck. It's really funny out there. They're doing their own podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. What we'll do is we'll take that background noise, we'll enhance it, and we'll just throw a laugh track on the whole episode. Yeah, that'd be great. It's just anytime we tell a joke, we'll yeah. fire that up. The first thing I did was allocate money for like all of those. Like, this is an adapter. This is a doodad. This, like, I'm going to need this. I'm going to yeah. forget this. And I'm also, there's no shot. I'm going to itemize this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. here are the, here's the cameras I want. Here's the lights I want. But, but first and foremost, I need about. $2,000 over the next year to say, oh, I forgot a battery. Oh, I need this. Bongo ties, STI cables. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to have to explain to somebody in finance how, like, I need this cable to make this machine talk to this machine for when I use it in this way. Just, just, just You're familiar with the, the origin of C47s, right? Ben, you tell us better because you're the one who told me. I don't even remember it. I, I, if I'm recalling correctly, and Holt, maybe you know this too, but so C47s are basically the clothespins, right? It's the um, industry term for clothespins. So it's the industry <clears throat> term for clothespins if you just want to, like, you know, clip a, uh, clip a gel to a light, you know, or something like that, right? But C47s, uh, yeah, we got to have a couple over there. Um, but they started calling them C47s. Um, so that the accounting department who didn't know any of those technical terms wouldn't question what it was and it sounded more technical. So they would just approve yeah, you, however yeah. much for C47 instead of clothespins because they'd be like, why do you need clothespins? And it's sort of like... And, yeah. and it just kind of stuck. Um, I, but I would say I was given freedom to pretty much allocate the budget how, how I wanted to and it just was kind of trial and error. I had a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet and I was like, here's what I need. I need three cameras and I need um, cameras for two different things. What's that? What cameras did you buy? So I, I bought two of the uh, Blackmagic uh, 4K, Pocket 4K, and then I bought a GH, uh, GH5S, which I was never a Panasonic person. I was always a Canon person, but I I love it. I will say, like, to this day, the GH5 uh, is a is a, a little workhorse. But that's a micro four-thirds, isn't it? it they're both micro. So here's the thing. So here's what, what I was thinking was, like, so if I'm going to buy these yeah. Blackmagic, at, at the time of the Blackmagic, um, the 6K had not come out yet. So like the Blackmagic Pocket 4K, which was the micro four thirds, and everyone was just nuts for this camera. And it's beautiful. And I still, I love them. I still use them. But so then it's like, it's that level of thinking where it's like, okay, if I'm going to buy this camera, then I also have to buy lenses. And if mm-hmm. I'm buying lenses for the micro four thirds, <clears throat> then I want a micro four thirds DSLR that I can use. It has autofocus for when I'm doing stuff at, at, you know, live events where, so I'm not, mm-hmm. and so it's like, it's this game of how many, even, even within the camera section, right? So it's right. like, I'm trying to be efficient. How modular can I be? How, how can I make sure that I buy $1,000 lens, 
that fits on the Blackmagic and fits on my DSLR and does what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And does the support work for each of those cameras independently? Can you swap, you know? Yeah, so I can. So that was that was that Whether was part, a slider of, part of that goal. It was like the the black magics I use in the studio when you're going to be sitting in a chair and I don't need to worry about tracking focus. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um, and and then that gives me a three camera setup. And then the GH5 I pretty much used in the field whenever we would go to have a live event or even something in the stu- in the office. Where it's like, hey, it's a, someone's birthday. <laughs> Come film it. It's like okay, um, and and by doing that, it's it was kind of like anybody who's listening who's a camera nerd knows that like the perfect camera doesn't exist and despite you, you if you're talking about a camera that is small and efficient and shoots uh the best quality video and the best quality photo it's like there's at some point there's a compromise right you mm-hmm. have something doesn't do like well you can get this you know the Canon autofocus or the the Sony autofocus, but then you you know you lose out or and and if you find the camera, which might be this new uh, Sony A1, then the last thing is that it costs seven thousand dollars. Right. So, and in three months, something else will come out. Yeah, yeah. We've t- I think we talked about this too that like it, it is a it is the wild west as far as like camera like when we <laughs> when we were coming up back when we were young scraps. I'm yeah. being very familiar. When we were hand cranking cameras and yeah, the five D Mark II came out and like revolutionized oh, yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, and that was the camera for like five years. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's it's dorky little cousin. The T three I was like really easy to get accessible. <laughs> that Mark, yeah, that was it was like four hundred dollars or something. You do you currently do freelance work? You you kind of started with freelance work, but now that you're in in house video producer, you essentially have one client. As opposed to if you're a freelancer, you've got multiple clients that you're juggling, whatever. What, what are the what are the benefits of essentially being the video person with just that one client to focus on? Or drawbacks? One of the benefits, I guess, is that you you're you're in this. It's more of a relationship um, as opposed to you're you're in it. It's a marathon, not a sprint, right? A lot of times you do freelance work, and it's like, here's my one. You know, there's a five thousand dollar one off job that that it's going to take a week and I'm going to get notes and maybe your notes are real annoying and maybe you're real unorganized and it's like, okay, well, that was fun. We'll never talk again. Um, to have the same client, it, sometimes it's not even about this job when you're talking about this job. It's like, here's this video that we're working on today, but we also need to be mindful about how this relates to the next message and how this relates to the event we're throwing in, in three months. And, and so it's, it's a lot more of a, of a slow burn. Um, and I mean that it's a good. It, I'm, I'm talking about it as a positive, right? Like you, you're 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 conversing with your team. It's not just always business, 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 right? Like you're getting to know these people. You're you're, you're right. getting familiar, familiar, and these people are getting to know you. I think that's the other thing too. Like a lot of times, I'm sure you guys feel this. Like you get hired, and it almost feels like there's immediate skepticism. It's like, okay, well, I'm giving you money, and you're going to make video, and I it better be good, you know? Like mm-hmm. I th- I think kind of being having the opportunity to prove that you do know what C47s are. <laughs> you <have to> prove <laughs> that like you're you're you know what you're talking about, right? Like trust me, watch me do a bunch of things that you don't fully understand yet and just just trust me. And then when you see the edit, it's like, "Oh, that's why you recorded everybody mm-hmm. saying one word at a time because you cut it together." Oh, wow, that's really cool. So like um gaining gaining the trust uh of your one client and then being able to um 
exploit that trust? No. Like being able to just <laughs> leverage? take more risks. <clears throat> Lever- leverage? I don't know. Yeah, leverage. I mean, leverage is a good word, right? Like, hey, I can ask, I can, I can get a little weirder now. I can get a little <laughs> more experimental now because it's, um, and, and a lot of times that the weirder experimental stuff ends up paying off because mm-hmm. you're taking a little out. bit of a risk. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not putting all of my eggs in one basket that like, well, I'm here, I'm, I'm employed to do one video and I'm going to make it kind of a little, a little weird. And it's like, no, I mean, I wanted to you ask know. about that. You, you had mentioned, uh, kind of anecdotally, Hey, pick up your camera. Someone's birthday to go film it kind of thing. How much of your job is built off of uh, a year long strategy, let's say. And then how much of it is, Hey, someone's dog came into the office today. It's got a funny hat. I would say, you know, maybe like a 75% of, of my job was, is, um, strategy. Like here's a video that's pushing this mark, this message that's supporting this initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other 25% was like, Hey, it's, it's employee appreciation day or, um, you know, this person has been here for 10 years. We should interview them and, and have do a little spotlight on them or, or just kind of like the fun, fun nothings. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cultural content. Yeah. And again, like having an in-house, uh, team or an in-house person, that's a thing you can do because now mm-hmm. you don't have to ask like, is it, is, is, you know, Mike, who's been here for 15 years, is he worth like getting a videographer to like, I mean, we love him, but do we yeah. love him that much? <laughs> But like now that I'm here, it's like yeah, I'll, I'm. It's Wednesday. I'll come shoot Mike, and mm-hmm. and, and or, or he'll come into the studio and sit down. All I gotta do is flip on the lights because we built right. the studio. You don't even have to, to flip like, them on. Sit down, talk, and then yeah, here's a here's a fun little thing, and we'll send it to the employees, and it's a good morale boost. Now, if you could just get Alexa to take those jobs away for you as well, that would be pretty cool. Alexa, film Jim. It's he's fucking twenty five years. All right. I went I went down the rabbit hole in like April about how to do like a remote, an entirely remote studio where like mm-hmm. people could go to the studio and I would never have to leave my house. And hmm. it's almost there. It would cost a lot of money and I couldn't get it approved because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, check it out. I can I'll never have to leave my house again. <laughs> so I'm gonna do a bunch of renovations. Right, right. If you just approve like a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment and an internet a VPN line right into my house, um, the benefit would be I would never have to leave. <laughs> Don't you want that? So, uh, who's building that strategy? Is that something you're participating in? And what's that process look like? Yeah, um, I've I've said this is a, a repackage of, of something Ben said, but the way I've always said it is that video is a tool, not a strategy. Somebody else said that and I stole it. But mm, video is mm-hmm. a tool. It's not a strategy. A lot of times people are like, what's your, what's your marketing strategies? Well, we're pivoting hard to video. It's like, that's not a strategy. Right. That's not, it's, you know, it's like saying like, what's your remodeling plan? Well, I have a hammer. Well, okay. So now what? Like, what, what do you plan to do with that, mm-hmm. with that tool? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of times where, where, I mean, like I said, we're, we're a marketing department of about 10 people. So we, we have, you know, weekly meetings where we're talking about our, our, our goals. And a lot of times it's like the best way to do this is an email. We should just send an email or the best way to do this is a, is a, a you know, infographic. Um, because the answer, when you're a hammer, going back to the analogy, when you're a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. When you're a video guy, it's like, well, we could make a video about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. That could be a video. But then it, when you're the only video guy, you need to be 
uh, aware of your time and yeah. your resources or the company's time and resources. Like, look, I, I've said I'm a missile. I go where you point me. So, like, I'll do I'll do a month's worth of interviewing Mike, who's been here for 15 years. I'll do a month's worth of interviewing Deborah from accounting and her dog. Mm-hmm. Like, but is that how you want to use me? I, I don't know if that's the best the best use. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm in, I'm in those sessions and I'm in those those meetings, and then it just comes down to like figuring out the best way to to accomplish the message and then me figuring out the best way to do it like so that i scratch that itch so that i scratch that creative itch so that like something is is more fun than just the Mm -hmm. same corporate video with the same stock footage music behind it how do you divvy up your time is like is it is there a certain type of video that's been working really well for you and you're kind of putting like half of your time into product update videos or i know you don't have maybe necessarily software product updates necessarily, but yeah, no, no, but there is there. Are, so it's more, it's more about like, I think the audiences. So like, because we are this, this, for lack of a better term, this middle, middle person, we're a mm-hmm. facilitator. Like we facilitate the big companies like, you know, AT&T and Comcast and Verizon. We facilitate these people um, meeting up with these IT companies that then go to the, end user. So it's like Domino's calls John's IT and is like, we have this problem and they come to us and they're like, how do we fix this? And we're like, you want this solution from this provider and this solution from this provider. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, so Mm -hmm. because of that, a lot of the content we make is for the providers, AT&T, Comcast, Verizon. These people make money when we sell their stuff. And so um, they will very often like sponsor us to make content. That's like, here's Mm -hmm. why you should be thinking about Comcast for this solution. Hey, do you have do you have somebody? Hey, hey, uh, three thousand IT professionals that work with us. Like, do you have somebody in your network of people that needs this very specific phone solution? You should think about this company because they do this well. And we remain as an agnostic provider, meaning that like we really do. And, and this is not just like they take pride in the fact that like we try to get the best solution for your customer. So it's not like, well, AT&T is giving us bonuses this year. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, no, no. Sometimes the best solution might be a company you've never heard of because all they do is satellite internet in rural areas, which is what your customer needs, right? Mm -hmm. Like you are a a small business in, in Utah that, that needs this. And it's like you, this is the company you want that you don't want one of the big guys because they're not, they're not even, this isn't even a blip on their radar, but these people specialize in this. So like, they're a very agnostic company, but but anyway, so some of the videos we do are like, here's telling you, you know, our selling team, um, what sort of, what sort of things are out there. And some of them are for the end user where it's like, Hey, do you have a problem? Like you should talk mm-hmm. to, so, so the, the audiences I think are different, different than the, um, you know, cause even within each funnel, there's, there's you know, half a dozen different series and, and projects we can do, right? Where we're yeah. interviewing people um, from the big companies or where we're, or sometimes sometimes what we do is we create content that we give to the partners. So it's like, mm-hmm. so here's the, the big companies, here's the IT people who are, they themselves are looking for jobs from like, you know, from actual end user businesses. We will give you video content mm-hmm. or we will make video content so you can show this to customers and be like, do you have this problem? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Call me. I'll fix it. And then they call us and we fix it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, some of that's allocated for me. It's not, it's not even like I'm, I'm super deciding what, what 
what I'm doing and, and, and when a lot of it's like, Hey, we sold, you know, 10 sponsorships at this level. And so we need to film 10 interviews at this level so that we can show those to people like, okay, great. Um, or it's, this is the our initiative this month. And we, this is October cybersecurity month. So we need a video that pushes cybersecurity. And, you know, we made this, we made this cybersecurity PDF. We need people to download this PDF. Well, let's attach this PDF to the end of this video and send out this fun video, which is everybody in TBI forgetting their passwords. It's like, let's just do a sketch. We film like a sketch comedy mm-hmm. sketch. Um, and it was fun and people shared it. And at the end of that video was a little download here, click. And that uh, ebook that we created got more downloads than it would have had without the video yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah. it's it's video with a purpose um and sometimes you- the purpose is just to to show that we made a video right like i think that's that's the the hard thing to balance that it not it's not always a linear watch this click that sometimes it's just watch this so that you get in the habit of watching our stuff but then every now and then watch this click that and then see how that mm-hmm. um how that goes and i imagine for your for your bosses for your marketing leaders it's a whole lot easier to have you there to do those things as new things come up than even if they had a retainer with a video agency uh, because you are there and, and, and you can be more nimble. Again, everything is, is, is the before times. So I'm talking about pre COVID stuff, but like the idea that on a number of occasions, Hey, this, this CEO from this company is stopping by today. Can we sit him down in the chair? And, and have our CEO ask him five questions and then we'll do something with it. I'm like, yeah, okay. I need ten, Alexa, turn on the lights, you know, like, and then sit down. And that, do you and that still was, clap? Was all the way, I, I do, but just, it's for <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Only yeah. after she does Perfunctory, it. Just, 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 instead of a thank you, you no, just give a, her a light <laughs> golf clap for, well yeah, done, thank Alexa. you. What are some of the challenges that, that you face not necessarily drawbacks of, of being in-house versus freelancer, but what are some of the biggest challenges that you face day in and day out? And, and, and maybe some of them are from the before times, but more of them are from the new times. Yeah. More of them are from the idea that like when, when this shit happened, sorry, when this shit occurred, you can say fuck and anything like that. Yeah. When, when, when the shit hit the fan, um, everybody gets sent home. Now it's all video. It's all video, whether or not I'm involved. The only way we're meeting is through video. Mm-hmm. The only way we're, you're seeing our face is through video. And so the first, the last year, and only now is it kind of settled down because, it, it, again, you kind of like, you know how like you go back and like you forget trauma, like you put Vaseline over the mm-hmm. lens and you're like, that wasn't that bad. <clears throat> like we got sent home for two weeks. Mm-hmm. That that was the official statement. You're going home for two weeks. And we were like, okay. That was a year And then ago. two weeks later, it was like, uh, two more weeks. And then it was like, mm, maybe April. Well, maybe June. Like, so if, if, if I had known on March 15th, hey, you're going home for a year, mm-hmm. it would have been actually uh, so much better because I would have been like, cool, let's all cool, let's all calm down, let's mm-hmm. cool our jets, let's plan a strategy to be mobile and remote for the next year. And, and instead of being so reactive, I think like, yeah, like the shutdown happened and it was just reaction. It was just like, shit, we still have to do this. We still have to get this out. We still have to get this video out. Oh, this, this live event is canceled. So now what? Now we have to turn this live event into a virtual event. Cool. I have to record 58 sessions so hmm. that we can have those sessions and, and mm-hmm. put those out on the day of our event. Um, everything, like literally the entire marketing plan came through my desk. Hmm. And so, so that the, the pandemics and I'm again, 
I'm alive. This is amazing. I have a job, right? Like, so I'm complaining, but I'm I'm also well aware of the fact that like this is this is a, a unique thing to complain about. Um, like a fucking power saw in my house. <laughs> can you hear that? I can't, but I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I can yeah. hear it. It's buzzing. Um, so yeah, I mean, so so a big a big challenge, honestly, sometimes is advocating for myself and saying like, hold on, I cannot do all of these things. Or I can, but I need you need to you need to tell me what order are they going, and something's got like there's only one me, and there's only forty hours in a week, and let's even say there's eighty hours in a week. There's still only eighty hours in a week. So like, what, where, how, how? Tell you pick your five favorite things, and I'll tell you that I can do those. And then the other five either have to go bye bye or get pushed a month, and and sometimes longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it, I would say I would say the long term the long term. Uh, relationships is a is a is a benefit, but then the long term strategy sometimes is a is a really uh, big hurdle because it's like there's just so much, and at some point you're you're around for all of it, and it's like if this video um, I don't I don't unfortunately everyone really supports us at TBI if a video fails and whatever failure means if a video yeah. doesn't hit the way we hoped it's like okay we'll try again next time you know what I mean like and I I try to leave that I try to not put too much emphasis in this video is going to be the savior or this video uh, is going to ruin our <laughs> derail us. It's like, this is where everything's an experiment. We always are throwing stuff against the wall. The funniest thing, and, and you don't see it so much anymore, but as an actor, I used to audition for viral videos. So it's right. like, Southwest <clears throat> Airlines, like we're going to film a viral video. And I'm like, are you though? Are you? Because do you even know what that means? Um, you're, you're going to film a video and hope it goes viral, but I promise you it won't. As soon as I read the script <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're talking about your new low fares to 62 cities across. Yeah. Nobody can, nobody's nobody's going to be like, yo, Joe, got to see this Southwest commercial. <laughs> it's, it's almost like as soon as you see there's a script, you're like, oh, well, th- there, there's no way this goes viral. And actually, I just used Southwest uh, as a bad example. But rea- in reality, they're actually one of the best examples I've seen of them, of somebody trying to do it is like they a couple years ago it was like the trick shot guys have, have you seen those videos mm-hmm. of the dudes yeah. like the, and all they did was like hey come do a bunch of trick shots on like the tarmac and so they like threw a basketball up into the jet stream of a of a southwest airline mm. 737 and it went into the, and it's like there was no messaging mm-hmm. there was no fly it was like watch watch these guys for two minutes do trick shots around an airplane and every time you see the airplane you're going to see a Logo. southwest airline yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "This is actually great," and because I want to share this, um, because of what's happening, and and I don't. This has nothing to do with your brand messaging. Yeah, let me go back to uh, you. You were just talking about how there's only forty or eighty hours in a week. There, there's just you. Let's say um, uh, we finish recording this episode, and you see a, uh, an email from your boss that says, "Hey, Jim, uh, just got budget approval for uh, a second member of the video team." How would you change, what would you have them do and how would that change your day to day? Um, I would have them do my job and then I would probably grow a mustache and start smoking a cigar. Great. And I would be like, get those videos to me, see? Um, and, and that would be it, that would be my yeah. strategy. You'd take the Alexa out of the studio, you wouldn't want to make it too easy for them. <laughs> if I had my, if I had my, my druthers, um, I would, I would, uh, Oh, there's a lot of a lot of repeatable content that is not very exciting to me to create. Right? We there's a lot of series that they they come out fine, but they're functional. It's like we need a video mm-hmm. of like Dave 
Dave is our head trainer. He's great. He, we, every time we get a new company, we get like 60 new companies a year. He stands in front of his whiteboard and explains the benefits and he's, he's engaging and it's, and it's helpful and the people need to watch it and people watch it because you, here's how you learn what this company provides. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a great, I just, I'm bored. Right. Like, and I've, I've been doing my best to like have put fun graphics in it. And Dave and I have a good rapport and like we, we, uh, you know, like I like, I like putting in jokes and stuff for him, but like, that's a project that needs to get done and needs to get done regularly and needs to get done. Like we have a couple of these, like repeating series. Once a month we do the, the news, the channel news. So once a month we're filming a news show and like once a week we're doing one of these whiteboard videos. So like, I think if I could, I would, I would offboard that some of that stuff that's lower stakes. It's, pr- it's proven, right? It's like, this is, this is the series that we're going to do no matter what right. we're doing these series. Um, we're offering them as a service. We're offering them as, as support material. You focus on that. And then I want to focus on the videos that are the highlight reels, right? Here's the highlight reel of our latest event. Here's the reason why you should work with our company at all. Cause those take a lot of time and I love them, but it's like, you know, in 2020, I, <laughs> I, I hit export something like 258 times with like 268 working days in the year. I was like, oh, this is awful. Mm-hmm. But every time you hit export, it's not it's not created equal. Sometimes it's, I just trimmed the beginning and trimmed the end and, mm-hmm. and hit go. Sometimes it's, I worked for three weeks on this edit and I'm really proud of it and there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a lot here. So I would love to focus on more of those high level things. Work. So you would, you would get a second gym to just do that stuff as, as opposed to like splitting up the, the trades, if you will, like someone who's really good at audio and lighting and have them run I don't, yeah, I've never, and maybe this is because I'm a freelancer. Maybe this is my independent, like, I've never really collaborated with a person on an edit. That's not true. I was an assistant editor for a while at, at a, um, at an ad agency, but even, even there, there were things I would, I would help where it's like, oh, I need to go find, I need to go find, like, I need to go pull this footage and put it in a folder. So the editor would have it, but I wasn't, I wasn't helping him edit. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, so I, I think it would be more about uh, dividing entire projects amongst two people than mm-hmm. dividing mm-hmm. workload of all the projects amongst two people. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense to me because I feel like that's where we were at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Is uh, uh, we, I mean, now we have very specialized roles for everybody except for ourselves. Um, uh, but... But Keep I even mine specialized. Think, yours is not. Yours is everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm all over the place. But, um, but that's just my own issue. Um, <laughs> I think when when we first started, so like I remember our first freelancer that we brought in was uh, primarily a MoGraph guy, but he also did editing, and and so and so that was that was something that we could offload. And um, but still, when we started thinking about like hiring our first full-time employee or even part-time employee for probably a year and a half. It was like, well, we just need another one of us. Mm-hmm. Like we need another one of us who can do kind of the Jack of all trades, you know, master of none maybe, but like knows how to shoot, edit audio, set up, light it, like can just dispatch to, to do those kinds of things. And then um, what we ended up doing was our first full-time hire was a project manager. And that kind of changed our perspective because then we were able to offload a lot of that, just kind of ongoing communication, communication, administrative management kind of stuff. Right. 
Um, oh God, I would love to never talk to another person. I love my team, but I would right. love to like be like, what's this? A meeting? Me. No, thanks. Yeah, I'm ever- playing with my toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, but I, but I totally, I mean, I totally get that, um, that instinct. Um, and I think, I, I think maybe up until a certain size of team, it's right just to have those generalists. Yeah. Or maybe a certain size of project. I mean, maybe that's yeah. the point too, is like, even, even the, my big projects that I really care about that I'm going to like sit and do color correction on and, and, and tweak and get the, get the look right. Like, yeah. And like, and we, like I said, we have, a, uh, our Emily who's one of our graphic designers. Like she can do motion graphics. Like, so I will just go to her and be like, Hey, can you make this logo dance? <laughs> like, <laughs> dealer's choice. Just make it look better than I will. Um, so may- maybe once you get to a certain size project where it's like, no, no, we should have a, a motion person and a colorist. Yes. And, and, and that way I can just focus on telling the story and then give it away and make other people make it sound good and look good. But yeah, I feel like it, it, at this level, it, it's just more about um, just getting the content. There's a lot of content that's just fine, especially now. It's just fine. It's like this is a Zoom call. So like... I don't know. There's only so much color correction you can do. There's only so much like tweaking you can fix. Everything's yeah. on Zoom, so like you just edit it and go. So, <clears throat> so to try and offload some of that, I think would, would be how I would divide it. But uh, I think it's also dependent on what your company is and what what size projects you you are dealing with. Do you all ever work with outside agencies or other video agencies? Times where there's a few times where we've we've freelanced some jobs out, and that has to do with just me, mm-hmm. where it's like. Like I'm about to go on paternity leave, and it's like, yeah, I mean, so we're, we're some of that stuff is going to be covered in house. Um, but if you need like an actual video project done in a hurry, you're going to have to to go outside. Um, you, you know, again, I think that's part that was part of their investment, and I'm trying to be respectful of that too. Where there's mm-hmm. times where it's like, you know, what would be awesome is if I had like three more people to help shoot this. Yeah. Um, but the reality is they invested in the, in me and they invested in the program. They spent a lot of money in both. And so it's, well, they spent a lot of money on, well, it's fine. They're, we're doing good. Um, they, they've made it a sizable investment in their, yes. in their video program. They're committed. Uh, and you respect yeah, they're committed. that. They're, they're pot committed. And, and, and I recently got promoted and, and I'm there. They're so to head video, <laughs> to lead video guy manager. I'm now the video production manager. Um, I manage myself, team of one. but, it's fine. I'll take it. So, <laughs> um, thanks, man. But yeah, so 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 um, yeah, it's all it all it all depends on your your size and your goals and all that. So, what do you say we jump into our sponsor? Yeah, I think it's time to hear from Ars. Ars Association of Regrettable Silly Eponyms. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's been a tough year for the tourism industry. I'm sure you guys. I mean, sure. you, you didn't take your annual train ride. You know, no, but I did. Uh, but I did stay in a container for a week. <laughs> yes, it was furnished, which yeah. was nice. But no, no train ride. Uh, it's so, like an apartment or just a box. Uh, it box. was. It's an Airbnb made out of a shipping container. It was fun. Uh, of course, cities like New York and San Diego have been hit pretty hard, uh, but. Few know the true woes of the world's funniest tourist uh, traps. Yeah. Can we try, try that again? again? But few, kn- I should have just not wrote these words because they're hard to say. But few know the. <laughs> but <laughs> Said the writer. I love, I, love, yeah. I love when, and this happens a lot, I love when like actor me swears at writer me, where it's like, yeah. Yeah. do you. 
you knew you were going to say you? these words out loud in a row, right? And it's been a tough year for the, the tourism industry. Of course, cities like <clears throat> like New York, San Diego, they've been hit hard. But few know the true woes of the world's funniest tourist traps. Many of these cities that I'm about to mention have literally nothing going on. The only way these small townships can maintain a, uh, a cafe or two or a gas station or whatever is because people go way out of their way just to take a picture with the sign. Oh. And, and they have nowhere, nowhere else to get a coffee or biscuit. So that, like, these, to- these little towns are really hurting. Um, these towns are all, of course, the eponyms you asked what that was before. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, these towns are all named after people. And so the descendants of these city founders have pooled their money together uh, to maintain their family pride and, and boost their post-COVID tourism. So they've asked that I just simply mention their names here. Uh, it's just on, a list. On behalf of the association. On behalf of the association, List yeah. their members. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Bump-ass Virginia. Been there. Bacon, Indiana. Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania. Yep. PP Township, Ohio. Hooker, Oklahoma. P-E-E. P-E-E. T-O-W-N-S-H-I-P. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hooker, Oklahoma. Booty, Illinois. Santa Claus, Indiana. Hippo, Kentucky. Frankenstein, Missouri. Slaughterville, Oklahoma. Boring, Oregon. Looneyville, Texas. And Booger Hole, West Virginia. <laughs> so that's it. They just simply wanted to, to remind people that they're there. They're still not thriving mm. as they were before COVID, but it's, it's worse. Um, and so, you know, it, it's probably actually a good place to go during COVID. If you ask me some of those small towns, cause there's nobody there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a small town to begin with and you might as well, uh, support local townships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but cut- the problem is you, you need to, you need to be mindful. You can't just go take a picture of the sign cause that doesn't right. Support nobody, the, nobody yeah. Yeah. Well, that, but but that's why anybody goes to Shit's Creek, mm. right? Is is to take a picture with the with the sign coming into town, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But you should buy a muffin and then go take yes. a picture. That's right. And then <clears throat> and then throw away the muffin and, and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. You have to eat the, the muffin. The awful muffin from PP Township. <laughs> pay the, pay the it's toll. a little bitter. <clears throat> let's yeah. Let's. Uh, what do we got left here? I think it depends on how your marketing department works, but. How much of the content that you make, how much of the video that you're making is distributed by the marketing team versus content that you're making for the sales team to use versus, uh, do, do you even have a customer success department? We're trying to get like, that's an initiative, to try and get the sales team to like engage with some of the videos we're, we're making on that behalf. How long have right? you been, like, been trying this experiment? Again, it's... A lot of the stuff got derailed. Like we, like we're walking into 2020 with like, here's our goals, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, nope, just kidding. Um, but recently, and, and Vidyard is actually uh, has a really uh, slick tool for this, as far as like just being able to quickly record a, a webcam video and email yeah. it, and and in the email is like the thumbnail of the video. Yeah. Um, just trying to get them on board with some of that, and, and our sales managers have recently started using it. Um, so that's that's cool and and i'm sure uh, tyler would like to hear that but like uh yeah most of most of what i'm making is is for us to release um on our on our schedule um but we're we're working on 
A, stuff that the sales team could do, and then two, stuff that we can just always have that we can like put logos on, where it's like, this is this solution. This is this is the internet uh, solution for if you're out in the field or whatever, like if you need this, and then we'll put your logo at the end. Like one white label video that we can give to our mm-hmm. partners where it's like, um, you work with TBI, you've, you've sent us this much business per year, we're going to give you this asset as a gift, but also like to help you complete the circle of life where it's like now you'll have more reasons to sell more and you know what i mean so um yeah that's 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 all on our to-do list do you interface at all with the customer success team are you helping them like retain clients in any way or communicate like does it even work that way like faqs yeah it's not it's no i mean like so short answer no um yeah, it's 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 weird. Like our com- the majority of what our company provides, like our company also provides like the support and back office for a lot of these smaller. So a lot of these smaller IT companies are like one person, and it's like I don't have a call center. I'm just Dan, and I and and so by partnering with TBI, we we have a room of like 200 uh, people whose job is to a like cold call and and sell our solutions, but then also like they they will be a support team for Dan. So when you call Dan, um, we'll answer the phone and be like, Dan's shit. <laughs> it's not how any of this goes, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so, and so our, our, um, like the TBI business model, we're not, we're not tracking that as far as video goes. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not really on that in that funnel yet or yeah. in that like cycle yet. Um, you know, again, we're, we're trying to, uh, trying to do more this year. We're trying to do more targeted video. I want video this year to be less, but to do more. Every video I make needs to either, um, drive people to a specific call to action, Mm -hmm. like, like download this thing or sign up for this thing, or it needs to communicate our brand message for the year, which is human, like just being human and like, letting yourself off the hook a little bit and and we're all in this together and this is how we're helping humans be human um or be a thing that somebody paid for like that's it and if it doesn't fit one of those three goals if it's not actively um driving driving audience members to a thing or it is sponsored content from one of our um vendors or it is something that like i just want to do in order to push this brand message like i don't want to do it and it's um I feel supported in that. And like, we've kind of come to an agreement on that, especially based off of how last year went where it's like, Jim's going to die. <laughs> and soon if we keep doing that level of, of work and more importantly, it's not even about me. Let's say that I become a robot. Like you are, you are, there's so much work that like you do and you spend time and you put it out and then it just flitters away. It mm-hmm. just <clears throat> goes nowhere. We never see it again. We never share it again. It doesn't do anything. And it's like, who was this for? Who was this? Was this just so that I had something to do on a Tuesday? Because like, that's what it feels like. And I don't, I'm, I'm fine doing my own stuff on a Tuesday. I've got a bunch <laughs> of saws going on. <laughs> like I got shit to do. So you don't need to worry about keeping me busy. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's been our big push this year is making sure that the, like when we say we're doing a video, the very first question should be why? And there should be a definitive answer. And and that's not something we had in 2020. And it all got away from all of us. And that's something we really want in 2021. And if the answer is, well, it would be nice. It's like, mm. Because I said so. 
That's probably a good place to. Yeah, because Deborah said so. I think it's a fantastic place to stop. I think that's even a little promo piece right there for the episode. Jim Cazera, I would like to thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a, a great conversation. And I feel like we could do, you know, another hour probably if we wanted to dig into to other things. Um, We'd all have to have a sandwich and go pee first, but then yeah. we could we yeah, have another hour. That that that's usually how this goes is <clears throat> this stops, we keep rolling, but pee break and then